Hey, Hawkeye fans, Chad Leistico and Mark Emmert here with a spring game. Can we call it a game edition? No, we cannot. Oh, shoot. It was an open practice. Okay. Resembled the game, though. It did. 11 on 11. Spring game, we'll call it for now the spring game edition, just for the heck of it. Uh, SEO friendly. Oh, boy. I knew you were going there. <laughs> uh, edition of the Hawk Central podcast, and this should be a fun one. Uh but we wanted before we get into the action of of quarterbacks and running backs and linebackers and receivers and punters, we got to say <laughs> we got to start with uh, some disheartening news and some yeah. uh, elation news. So, what do you? Which one do you want to start with? I think we better start with the bad news. Okay. unfortunately, let's let's do it. Go ahead. Tough, uh, I mean, obviously, Aaron Man's yeah. had a rough COVID here at times. Anyway. Really good kid. Been here four years. Never been able to crack the starting lineup. Looked like he was just about to maybe this year. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday morning, apparently blew out a knee. And uh, looking doubtful that he'd be back at any time this year, according to what Kirk Barron said afterwards. So there's your uh, your, your top line of the weak side linebacker. Yep. Gone for the, the duration. That's a really, really tough thing. It's, it seems like every year, you mentioned this before, every year there's I like know. one guy and it's just uh, really, really unfortunate. Yeah. 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 So that was uh, that was a tough, uh, somber way to begin the evening. I thought. Yeah, Kirk Ferentz even said in his post game remarks uh, when he elaborated on it that it put a damper on the spring. Yep, yep. Uh, obviously, as you guys all know, linebacker is maybe <laughs> deep question mark position. Also true. Yep. Uh, and now this this throws this into uh, even more question marks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you have to believe that it's going to come down to Christian Welch and Jack Hockaday, but right. we're. We are a long ways off from yeah. well really getting into today, that story. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so anyway, we we will get more into the defense later in this podcast. Yes. Specifically, uh, maybe men's will come up again. But yeah, we, um, Kirk Ferentz did not say ACL, but he did say serious knee injury. We are hearing ACL. Right. Yeah. Uh, which means uh, six to nine months. I mean, that yeah. you can do the math. That's. You know, maybe he could come back for a bowl game, but I mean, mm-hmm. he's not going to be a fixture in the 2018 plans. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yep. But there is one permanent thing <laughs> to talk about in the 2018 plans <laughs> over my left shoulder here as we talk. <laughs> you think it's permanent? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, uh, a real bad rainstorm could wash it away. I really liked how Iowa introduced yeah. uh, the Tiger Hawk onto the water tower with uh, sort of the fans. An Eiffel Tower and mm-hmm. <laughs> Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> Uh, video All right on, on the scoreboard the website. Yep. Yep. Uh, and uh, boy, I, I mean, you got to write the story, so you're going to get the yeah. most clicks of the night. Uh, <laughs> you know, Iowa painting the water tower. That's not what it's about, Chad. <laughs> At long last, <laughs> it's just journalism. Yeah, that was uh, a little bit. I mean, obviously, a surprise to all of us. Uh, it was. You know, a year ago, about this time, they announced the. Uh, the midfield Tiger Hawk, which people have been clamoring for for years. And then, of course, <laughs> then, then everybody turned their sights to the, that water tower. Boy, we sure need one up there, too. And now they're going to have one uh, in time for this first game of this year. Yeah, what's yeah. next, though? What, what will be next? Well, here's what's going to happen. List. I think next they're going to announce uh, beer sales at Kinnick <laughs> and then a 2021 home game with Alabama. <laughs> and then no fan can ever complain about anything again. I don't want to hear it. Just shut up. <laughs> you, you got all your wishes there. Uh. So I do think I do think the logo could be a little bigger on the water tower. <laughs> oh, Chad! Just FYI. Oh, uh, you but, had to uh, do it. No, no. We we're so happy for a minute. So anyway, congratulations, everyone. You your voices have been heard. Yes, and uh, it will be visible from the stadium because the other side is going to say uh, Iowa and call yeah. caps block letters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that'll be something people will see coming into town. 
Yeah. And uh, so in case you didn't know where you were, <laughs> you'll know you're in Iowa and that the, the Hawkeyes play here. So that's that's cool. Yeah. So uh, those were the kind of the newsy items of the right. night. Uh, yeah. Now let's get into the analysis of the action, which let's uh, let's be sure to preface this by saying uh, what we see on one out of 15 practices uh, right. will naturally be uh, overblown into a narrative, yes. and we will try our best not to do that. Oh, you speak However, for yourself. <laughs> However, we do need to uh, at least tell you what we saw. I mean, that's the main thing we're doing yeah. here. So we're not, uh, uh, and often lineup decisions, et cetera, are mm. tangible things that we see. Sure. Um, at least at this we point. We sure did the night, yeah. 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 So uh, let's, uh, do you want to start offense or defense? Yeah, I think our, people are more curious about the offense naturally. Okay. So. All right. Let's and start. That was, your, that was your bailiwick tonight. That sure was. Um Offense, uh, let us start with uh, the quarterbacks. I think mm -hmm. that that would be um, a good place to start because I came into this when I wrote my four, five things to watch um, advance. Uh, number yeah. one, I, I believe I put the backup quarterbacks. Backup quarterbacks yeah. Um, so well, let's start with Nate Stanley. Uh, I did keep statistics. They do not, Iowa does not keep these. Right. Uh, and just for what they are worth, uh, I told this to Mark. Um, last year at the spring yeah. game, uh, Nate Stanley was 6 of 16 for 17 yards with an interception. Mm -hmm. So that just tells you that the, the, you know, and he goes on to throw 26 touchdown passes. Yeah. And six I, he was, I think he was actually outplayed by Uyghurs a little bit last year at this time. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's to say that these numbers don't mean anything, but we will share them with you anyway. He was tonight 12 for 24, 120 yards with two interceptions, no touchdowns. The first team offense did not score in six possessions. Yep. Uh, your take on, I mean, I know I wrote about the offense, but what was yeah. your, your general take well, on that? I mean, on obviously the there's injuries on both sides, but no, no Nick easily sat out with a, a soft tissue oh, yeah. issue, Good kind point. of a precautionary yep. move. So there's your top wide receiver. Um, the guy that really, came on then was Max Cooper mm -hmm. looked really good as a, you know, kind of that possession receiver that, uh, that easily can be. But, uh, so that's obviously taking away one of your big weapons. I think Noah Fant was not a factor at all, really. Yeah. One target, no, two targets, uh, one. one drop and one incompletion. And so, you know, that's once, once the real games begin, that's not going to be the case. Obviously right. he's going to be a big part of the offense. So, um, the running game looked decent, I thought at times, but the passing game obviously was a big struggle. And Stanley did, frankly, did not look all that sharp at times. Um, you know, he, uh, those interceptions were on him. Yes, especially they want a hooker. That was just a bad decision and a bad pass. And he had a few other blocked down at, batted down at the line of scrimmage, a couple drops. Um, yeah. So it was it was kind of I thought spotty the performance, but that's to be expected because the defense is usually ahead of the offense this time of year. So and uh, what I what I mainly wrote my post game piece on was what uh, was trying not to look at these numbers and, and yeah. the performance because I did ask Nate Stanley afterwards. Uh, how much of the offense did you actually show? Yeah. And he kind of uh, bumbled around and grinned and uh, said, yeah, you better ask the coaches. Yeah. So it's, I don't think they did much. That's interesting because Jake Gervasa said they showed things that they hadn't shown all spring. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked, I asked Stanley about that, and he goes, no, not really. So I'm not sure who's confused. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but Gervasa, they saw a few new wrinkles today, and they, he, he was happy with the way they adjusted to him. But you're probably right. This, is, this was pretty vanilla. It was Which vanilla. it should be. Yeah, obviously, because uh, there's uh, you know there's probably scouts from other teams. Exactly. At this and what's the game by? Yeah, <laughs> throwing a bunch of gadget plays out there and looking right. like, like something you're not. Exactly. So, um, uh, just throwing that out there. Uh, other quarterbacks. Uh, oh, let me say something else about Stanley here, real quick. I thought he looked good in the two-minute offense. So the, yep. the one part where he, I thought he really kind of 
looked very comfortable with. Yeah. He's in that. I thought he was very decisive. I mean, he yes. certainly looked like he knew what he wanted to do and where he wanted to go with the ball. Just didn't always get to where he wanted it to be, obviously, but that'll come. But I thought he did look a lot more in command than he did last year at this time, certainly. Yeah, and that was that was the prevailing uh, comments yeah. from his teammates. Again, we've heard mm-hmm. that all spring, but just how sure. uh, Keegan Render had a really nice quote about how he's very stern in the huddle, very ah. authoritative. And obviously we've wow. talked to him yeah. now for almost a year. Yeah. And very quiet guy. Yeah, so yeah. I, he's clearly growing into that role. Yep. I yep. think he's going to be a captain. Oh, I, sure. I yep. would be shocked yeah, if he's not. Absolutely. Yeah, he needs to uh, be. All season. Uh, Peyton Manziel, let's get into him. I What did you think of Peyton Manziel before I, I get into his I, numbers? I didn't watch as much of the uh, second team because I was writing the Tiger Hawk story oh, that's right. <laughs> at the time that that was going on uh, to make sure I got all those clicks you talked about. Yes, um, yes. So, I mean, every time I looked up, he, I mean, he obviously he, his numbers were good. Um, yeah. he, he looked uh, – I mean, uh, Farron's talked about how much farther he is ahead. Like last August, he makes it sound like he was just completely lost, and now mm-hmm. he's uh, found something here a little bit. So it was encouraging, I thought. Yeah, he he is the number two quarterback, and it's yeah. really by default as we as we saw it because we mm-hmm. hadn't seen him because two yeah. guys transferred in front of him. Right. So yep. it's not like he earned the number two spot. However, he might have to after we see him perform tonight, yeah. I, and and listening to Kirk Ferentz's comments. Uh, and it'll be fun to have Ken O'Keefe on a radio show this That's week, right? Because yeah. we will get the you know further explore this issue. Uh, they seem very very happy with his yeah. progress, and I, I mean he ends up eight of nine for seventy five yards, kind of a little bit more of a gunslinger since you didn't watch it, Mark. Yeah, at least from <laughs> Texas, right? So yes, uh, I did. I did drop in the Drew Tate comparison in my post game oh, analysis. Oh, there you go. Just briefly, it was yeah. in parentheses, so not a, <laughs> not a headline or anything. <laughs> But yeah, he he, he kind of has that little mobility, yeah, um, improvisational. Uh, I really can't wait to talk to him this summer. Yeah, because yeah, right. uh, yeah, we haven't ever no. spoken to him. Yeah, no, not not as a Hawkeye. So yeah. um, he he, I thought he looked like he could be a backup. You wouldn't be totally panicked about. Right. And that's Which, really what you want to see. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're hoping you don't really see much of him this year, obviously. Right. But uh, you got to have somebody just in case. So yeah, that's good. Uh, see, the the comments were more glowing about Spencer Petrus, the true freshman, than his mm-hmm. game probably. Um, I mean, he didn't get a chance to throw much. He yeah. actually took a couple early quote unquote sacks. Hmm. Obviously, he's just learning, you know, yeah. the snap counts and everything now. But Ference had some nice things to say about him after. Yeah, talk about how much he's he's kind of a he thinks learning faster than I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I mean, for Kirk Ference, that says a lot. He's not usually liberal with his praise, so he was. Seem very pleased with uh, with Mr. Petrus, so that that bodes well too. Yeah, um, uh, running back wise, I, I I just continue to be impressed with Torin Young. Yeah, he he's a low. That, that was that the twenty yard gain mm-hmm. he had early. Yeah, he uh, like I said, the running game looked better to me than the passing game, and I thought uh, he, he in particular really stood out to me. Uh, no real numbers of note that stood out in the passing game other than Max Cooper. I think yeah. we, we referenced him. What did he have? Um, eight catches for 82 yards by Mike Count. He yeah. caught one from every quarterback. Wow. Even Ryan Schmidt. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, even And uh, that was actually uh, Spencer Peters. I had him two for four for five yards, and those five yards went to Cooper according okay. to my numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, we did kind of lose track of yeah. of things late as we started writing, so uh, right. those could I did not include those numbers sure. in my story because I'm not 100% on those. Uh, Amir Smith-Marset. Two catches, twenty-eight yards. He showed a little bit of juice mm-hmm. in the receiving game. But what do you think, uh, just overall, of the receivers? Receivers. Yeah, uh, obviously Cooper was the one that really stood out. Uh, 
Brandon Smith didn't do a lot, did he? No, um, two for six. Yeah, there really wasn't much there to talk about, and that's kind of been the story of Iowa football the last few seasons. But again, no Easley, which and is no Gronaweg. Yeah, although we got to talk to him. Yeah, well, you did. I, I did. I did talk to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, interesting guy. Good. Yeah, I, I look forward to sharing some of that later. I haven't gone through my recording, so uh, I don't know <laughs> what to. <laughs> I don't know what to share at this point. Uh, Drew Cook had a, a reception. Did Sean he? Meyer had a reception. I missed those. Yep. Uh, TJ Hawkinson had a couple. Yep. Uh, and Ke- Keyshawn Bryant, I should mention him. Yeah. Uh, while, uh, although Ivory Kelly Martin is essentially the code number one with Torn Young, yeah. Keyshawn Bryant got a lot of work. First time we've seen yeah. him. I wouldn't say I was dazzled. Right. But I thought he looked yeah. okay. He was serviceable. And uh, sure. they need carries in the spring. They yeah. need third string carries at some point. So. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, let's move to the defense. Well, Anything I just, else? I thought the oh. offensive line looked pretty good. Oh, yeah. I did. Offensive I really line. Did. I mean, Banwart was starting, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. At, uh, at right guard. Lane and Paulson at left. Yeah. I did not see Ross Reynolds. Mm-hmm. No. Didn't ask about him, but yeah. I did not ask well, about him. Well, parents mentioned there's a few guys out with soft tissue injuries, yeah. so it sounds more precautionary, but yeah. Uh, and I thought they played well. I thought they held up really well. There was really not a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on the quarterbacks, not first string quarterbacks. I mean, there was one sack of uh, Stanley. Just one sack of Stanley, which yeah. is That was on a cornerback blitz. That's right. Oh, Jamudia. Yeah. yeah. I talked about that. He, he loved that play, obviously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought they – and then, uh, obviously the tackles were I, – I, there was not much Epinesa or Anthony Nelson pressure, so those tackles look good. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm with you on the offensive line, and mm-hmm. I even included that in my article. That cool. Just the one sack. I mean, um, Ference had a comment afterwards. He, he said they don't have a lot of depth there, but they actually think they might be able to be pretty good yeah. on that offensive line. Yep. So I thought that that was semi-encouraging, yeah. but now you just can't have any injuries. <laughs> So. Well, right. I mean, they're going to get Levi back at some point. Obviously. Yeah, so. right. All right, let's go to the defense, defense. Mark. Uh, I will let you take the floor here. What What'd you like? Yeah, well, obviously, Amani Hooker. Yeah, <laughs> was he was fabulous. I mean, in both pass and run support. I mean, I saw him making tackles pretty much all over the field. Uh, got the one interception on the on the pass uh, where he basically read it. Uh, he read uh, Nate Stanley all the way. Yes, and got it on the far sideline, and then he had the deflection on the interception that Jake Gervas got. Really nice play. Knocked it on another pass. Also forced a fumble that they later called an incomplete pass on Hawkinson. So mm-hmm. uh, in his time out there, he was in control. I mean, he, I think he is exactly the athlete that we thought he could be coming into this year. I mean, if he's healthy, he's as good as anybody around. The next Josh Jackson? I mean, I think so. I think he's got that kind of potential. Maybe not eight interceptions as a safety, yeah. but, I mean, he's got potential. Like, I even asked Travas, I was joking, could he be an All-American? But, yeah, I think he's on that, that level. I mean, there's that trajectory. I think he is that good that he could be, if not this year, maybe next year. Yeah, uh, wow. American. He's really, really good, impressive. What an upgrade at strong safety. I mean, yeah. I'm, it's not a slide at Miles Taylor, but the, he just didn't have, he didn't have that no. skill set. No. Uh, the, big upgrade. Yeah, yeah, he's a playmaker, and that's what they yeah. need. And Gervas had a really nice game as well. Yes, he I think did. That, that's a really strong tandem for Iowa. Like we talked about uh, last week, I think, on the yeah. radio show, that, that could be a real strength of this defense, those safeties, because they still got Brandon Snyder in the wings coming back sometime this summer. So. Uh, that was great. And then I thought Amani Jones, uh, it was really mm-hmm. impressive at the middle linebacker spot. I, I did thought too. he was vocal. It looked like Gervas uh, uh, told me that he thinks the first string defense had no mental errors. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's a credit uh, to Amani Jones. He's the wow. leader of that unit right now yeah. at middle linebacker. And, and he made some hard hits too, and he looked good. Uh, the whole unit looked good. I mean, there was really nothing I thought amiss with the defense. I mean, they, they, uh, they outplay the offense. Yeah, they usually do this time yeah, of year. Sure. Right. Um, I'm with you on Amani Jones, and I also just, uh, as you were talking there, I think sometimes um, we're probably not giving Jake Gervas the credit yeah, he deserves. Right. I mean, he's the here's senior a guy right that uh, he had a big interception in the pinstripe bowl. Yep. I mean, he's 
he's proven that he can play at this level. Yep. And I think uh, I think Brandon Snyder's going to have a tough time beating him out at free safety. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, that's going to be tough to see where his or playing time comes from. If yeah, he, you know, if he gets any, that's why maybe they want to move somebody to linebacker. Well, maybe that yeah. they've they've referenced moving yeah. Hooker into okay. kind of that nickel yeah. yep. corner type role. Sure. Um, if they get both safeties out there, so mm-hmm. that's something to watch. If maybe yeah. maybe three of their best defenders are going to be safeties back yeah. there. They got to find some room for him, I believe. Uh, did Did you notice anything at cornerback? Well, I mean, Hankins played pretty much, got every snap on the ones. So he was he was one, and then they split time almost evenly. I thought between Ojemudia and Rogumba on the other side, and Ojemudia had the big sack we mentioned mm-hmm. on a blitz that he he said that uh, they had uh, Stanley in, in that formation earlier on a play, and, and Stanley diagnosed the blitz was coming and, and audibled out of it. So the second time he said he wanted to wait a little bit longer to show blitz. And, and get to him. He was really happy that because he said Stanley's really smart about diagnosing those things. So he was pretty <laughs> happy that he got to him the second time just by waiting a little more. Um, so he, he looked good. He's he uh, he's pretty happy with his spring. He thinks he's you know he's got a really good shot to be that starter. And I think it's really up in the air between him and Rogumba. But I thought tonight he looked a little better than Rogumba. Um, but they all look fine. They look. I mean, the secondary I thought was a real strength. The linebackers. Jones stood out the most there, but uh, mm-hmm. Barrington Wade yeah, had some nice I, moments. You know, I yeah. noticed him. Yep. I noticed Wade. I thought ne- Nick Neiman looked like looked the part. It mm-hmm. looks like he knows what he's doing out there. Uh, defensive line, obviously Parker Hesse and Matt Nelson were out with injuries, so there's two new starters in there. But the thing that was interesting to me was Sam Brinks getting the start at defensive tackle over Brady Reef. How about that? Yeah, yeah. and so he's a guy that's moved with inside. Yeah, with Lattimore and Brinks. So uh, he, was, he was an outside or defensive end until like two weeks ago. So that may be a permanent move because Golston was back at defensive end. Yeah, Chauncey I Golston. did notice that. Right. Yeah, because they had good eye. Good so eye. maybe that tells you something about where they're going to go long term. Yeah, there. Um, and he looked good. That Golston. would be interesting. Yeah, if the, if if the four man rotation at the end now is Golston as that fourth guy right. instead of Brinks, and then Brinks like is part that. of the has a tackle rotation. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. Epinesa started tonight, right? Epinesa and Anthony okay. Nelson, and we know those guys are really really good. That's about as good as you get in terms of pass rushing defensive ends in this league. Um, yeah. So. They are really good. They just need a little bit of you know backup, and I think they might have that in Golson. So uh, special teams, we should mention that if it's not a Hawk Central podcast without special teams, um, we we don't have the three word headlines tonight. I forgot to do that, but uh, it wasn't really televised anyway, so yeah. I don't know what you could do. Yeah, right. But uh, um, the special teams. Uh, let's start at uh, punter. Yeah, they both, uh, Gersande and uh, Rastetter got their moments. I thought Rastetter looked a little better tonight I did than too. Gersande. Yeah, um, I did too. So that, I mean, it's still wide open, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, neither one of them looked great, but he did look better. Um, and then uh, long snapper looks like it's Jackson Subert. And uh, and Nate Voda has the backup. And then uh, the real devastating news, of course, was we lost to Kaluzzi. Uh, Marshall Kaluzzi has left <laughs> the program yep. uh, this week, and uh, uh, we never talked to him. But I'm not sure if he was anything like his brother. That would have that would have been uh, kind of fun, but a missed uh, opportunity. So there's only he, so they're down to three potential long snappers. But I think it's going to be Jackson Subert, the junior. Yeah, and of course, Vivoda, I don't even think I saw him at tight end, so maybe he's yeah, just maybe a scholarship he, long yeah, snapper now. Yeah, I suppose I mean, if he's backup, you can might as well spend your time there. Yeah, uh, and, and Colton Rastetter was the hold run every place kick. So yeah, and. Uh, uh, I would say a rough night for the kickers for the most part. Racinos mm-hmm. looked fine to me. Yeah. Um, but Keith Duncan, Duncan had, yeah. had a few issues. Uh, it sounds like you know some of those might have been uh, with the holder. I think. Okay. Uh, just kind of a uh, not the greatest night. Caleb Shudak was out there too, but I, I just think it's Racinos I just don't think. Job, yeah, right? I just don't think there's gonna be a lot of drama in the kicking no, game. No, there should year. be. He's fine. Yeah, Racinos. I didn't talk to Racinos. He was out there tonight. Was right? he really? Yeah, I, I always like talking to him, but I had to. Yeah. 
had to buy too many my guys. Time with yeah. The amp. Yeah. Um, any other final spring thoughts before we wrap this up? Um, or do you want to hit those on Wednesday? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I think we pretty much covered those. Yeah. Yeah, we're very Should informative. We just... I mean, this, this is one of the better podcasts we've done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we got the water tower in there. Yeah, uh, everything else. Yep. Uh, I will. Yeah, I, I think just in closing, I would say, um, encouraged by the options in the passing game. I, I just don't think we saw them all tonight. No. Um, and not enough tight ends. <laughs> um. But I, but I don't think it's quite it's, – it's certainly not clicking yet. No. I think there's, no. they got a long ways to go. And, um, but defensively, maybe. Um, yeah. I mean, know, I, I think if they found a middle linebacker, that's, that's a big story this I spring. Said that, that's the biggest thing in the spring that could have happened, really. Yeah. And I, it might have. It looks like it might have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I think that is, a, that is a notable accomplishment for this defense to yeah. identify a middle linebacker who is a junior, so you've got yeah. him for two years if he can stay healthy and be, yeah. be effective. So. Sure. Uh, congratulations, Amani Jones, on your yeah. middle linebacker. We've anointed you. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, w- thank you for tuning in to this bonus extra version of a spring practice podcast. I'm back to calling it a practice. Uh, Mark, any final thoughts? You're heading on vacation. You get I am. to go back to your hometown back. of or homes, or, former hometown of former hometown. Portland, Maine. Yes, yeah. I'll be out there uh, going to uh, going back to Yankee Stadium on Monday. You test the field for us. I'm going to make sure it's not 20 degrees or whatever, too. But uh, <laughs> Twins Yankees, Monday night. I'll be there. Cool. Well, thanks again for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.